you know, Tavis, when it comes to big games, you look at um, 2018 semi-final, for example, against Limerick, like Cork were eight points up with seven minutes to go and not to finish it out. And Limerick didn't even score a goal in the last few minutes. And we still, you know, let it slip. And it was, um, it was at that moment, like, um, you felt, are this Cork, is this Cork team actually going to win in All-Ireland? Okay, so welcome back to GA Fan TV. My name is Aaron. I'm joined here by Matthew Hurley from GA Statsman. Uh, here to talk all things Cork ahead of the upcoming uh, inter-county championship in both football and hurling. So, um, yeah, I suppose, first of all, how are you keeping? Aaron Grand, Aaron, um, great that the GA is back, to be honest. Um, just hearing the news that uh, underage is cancelled, though, but hopefully the senior will be a good championship. We need it after the year we've had. Mm. Yeah, I think it was confirmed that the minors and the, the under-20s are cancelled, which... I don't know. I don't really understand that, in all honesty, because like, like I don't understand how you can cancel the minors and the under twenties and let the seniors still go. Like, I should. I think I feel like it should be one or the other. Like, I feel like they probably should just keep it all. It kind of, it doesn't really add up. But um, but I suppose like, what did you make of obviously with the with the level five lockdown coming in and the GA continuing? Obviously, there was a lot of kind of mixed talk about it like personally I think it's great I think it's brilliant that you know the, the championships are going ahead but like what did you uh, make of it yourself um, I thought it was good that the Intercounties back like it'll be entertaining championship without a doubt what I was kind of upset about was the club championships here in Cork and in Donegal being cancelled um, so the finals were uh, going to go ahead as scheduled but um, the GS just pulled the plug I thought it was pretty strange um, I, I thought Castlehaven and Nemo would have been a good game but let's be honest I think um, the GA pulled the club for the money really uh, because of the Sky deal and RT and all that but um, I think the Intercounty Championship would be um, more competitive and more um, it'd be definitely more quality to the club championship anyway but um, I find that a bit strange cancelling the club championship yeah yeah, no, I agree. Like, I think, like, you know, there's been more than enough evidence there, like, that they should have kept it going. Like, obviously, like, yeah, there was obviously, you know, one or two incidents along the way and, and fair enough. But I feel like, you know, they, I feel like they still should have went ahead with it, you know, in my opinion. But um, but I suppose, like, what was your opinions on, on Cork, obviously, against uh, Loud at the weekend? Um, I watched the game myself and I thought they, they played very well, like, Definitely one of the you know most attacking teams in the in the country at the moment. So, like, what did you make of it yourself? Uh, I thought we were very tacky. All right, five nineteen is some score to put up, even against a team like Loud. Uh, Sixteen points we could see though. That was a bit concerning going into Kerry, but um, yeah, a lot of uh, forwards seem to be in form. You look at the likes of uh, Paul Kerry with two goals, still going strong at the age of thirty three, which is amazing. Uh, Killian O'Hanlon with four points from centre forward. He's not usually used to playing there. So I thought it was um, good that he played in a different position, really. Ian Maguire getting a goal as well. Um, Mark Collins getting 1-5 was outstanding off the bench. And the best thing is we have more to come in as well. Carl Amani, Brian Hurley, Luke Connolly. Um, and Rory Deed was also excellent as well. Uh, 
hoovering off uh, balls around the middle. So um, it was good overall since, as I said, it would would be a bit concerning with the defence though, especially against a team like Loud, who are Division 4, let's be honest. Mm. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that was the kind of only, the, the, I suppose it was kind of a little bit of indiscipline in some ways, kind of giving away the, the freeze and whatnot. But like, I definitely think it's something they'll work on. Like I, like even on my own channel, when I was talking about it, I was kind of saying like, I feel like you, you set up for, for what you play. And I think, I feel like they probably would have known against Lau that there would have been some defensive frailties, but um, like still, yeah, going forward, definitely, you know, very, very attacking. Um, like what did you make of obviously the, the Longford game was, was canceled, obviously. Like what was that a bit disappointing? Like as a Cork fan, obviously, because it would have been nice, I suppose, to kind of have that game before the Kerry game, just to kind of see where where you're at, I suppose, given that Kerry will play two games. Yeah, I, I found it very disappointing. And it, um, it would have been a chance to test new players, maybe bring in a few under-20s from last year and get them settled into the team. Like, I think Blake Murphy is coming this year. It would have been good if he got a game against Longford, didn't go out against Loud last weekend. Um, although I do get the decision from Longford, uh, they don't want to risk anything, especially they have their own championship coming up, championship game against Loud. Um, it is disappointing, yeah, and especially Kerry have two uh, competitive games against Donegal this weekend, which will be some battle. And uh, we probably needed that. Um, I just think Kerry will be going more prepared, which is kind of a worry, and um, they'll be more bat sharp. Um, the plus side, though, I think we'll, we have more energy on our side. We have a two-week break now, so Rhoda McCarthy can put his plans in place for training, and Keen O'Neill as well could um, add a bit of defensive solidity as well into the team. Uh, we have that time as well. Um, but yeah, it was disappointing enough, yeah. And I suppose were you relieved that the league actually resumed? Because I suppose a lot of people were kind of saying that, you know, it should have been cancelled. And then some people were saying like null and void and whatnot. And obviously Cork were one of the teams that would have been mostly affected by it. So I suppose like were you kind of relieved when that resumed and actually that, you know, at least we did get the league games finished? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I said this on my uh, you, uh, Instagram before. I don't think there's a point in finishing something when it's like 70% done. Um, there's no point in just starting something new once um, you have something else to finish. That was disappointing from a car point of view because we've done all we can to get up to Division 2 again. We've um, we won five games out of five. We did all we can. And it, was, it just would have been unfair if we just didn't um, finish the league campaign. Um, I'm just glad we got it finished. And um, to get those games, well, it would have been two games, but the game against Lowe's under our belt before we go into the Kerry game. Um, I thought it was a good idea by the GA, and it was badly needed for not just Corpus, other teams around the country. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think they they definitely made the right decision in, uh, in bringing it back. Um, obviously, like with the Cork Senior Football Championship that happens um, during the summer, like I suppose, obviously, like what were your kind of thoughts on on that championship? Like obviously, Nemo Rangers and Castlehaven getting to the final. Um, like what kind of players do you think stood out in in that championship? And I suppose, like, what did you make of uh, how it all played out? Without doubt, I think uh, the best two teams made the final. 
Um, in terms of standout players, I thought um, a player who's now a hurler for Cork, Damien Cahalan, really stood out for Castlehaven. He was a leader around that back line. Uh, Brian Hurley was excellent, scored a brilliant point against uh, St. Finn Bars in the semi-final. Um, for the Ebo, I thought Luke Connolly, as always, for the Ebo, scoring a lot of goals. Uh, Kevin O'Donovan, I thought was very good. Mark Cronin improved as a player, um, built up a bit of strength during the Cork uh, County Championship. Um, I thought there was a few surprise teams as well, the likes of um, Valley Rovers making a quarterfinal. Uh, Fierke Lynch did well there, former Cork footballer. Um, Newstown surprised me a small bit with um, another hurler, Luke B, doing very well. And um, Garrod O'Donovan, who was excellent. Um, it was nice to see a few um, new teams come to the fray as well. And it was nice to see, you know, a club final. Um, I don't think um, it would have been looking good in the county if the likes of Duhallow made it. You know, their divisional side. Um, it wouldn't really look good in the county. So I'm glad Nemo and Castlehaven made it. And um, hopefully that match goes ahead in March because it will be a cracker. Mm. Yeah, hopefully it does, definitely. Um, and I, I don't know how the whole situation is going to play it out, but even if they did have a an All-Ireland Club Championship to some extent or brought the Provincial Club Championships in, like it'd be interesting to see how, you know, if it was Nemo Rangers or, or Castlehaven, it would have been interesting to see like how they would have gone on in that as well. Um, I suppose kind of moving on to the the championship then, um, I suppose like what are your kind of feelings going into that match versus Kerry? Because obviously, you know, Kerry overwhelming favourites, but I definitely think Cork will give them a fairly close game. Like I don't think there'll be much between us. Yeah, a lot of people are saying this would be a walkover for Kerry. But um Having looked at last year, Cork were within a score of Kerry last year in the Munster final. People seem to forget that. Um, and even against uh, your own county, Dublin, um, we were in that game up until the last eight minutes when Dublin just hit three goals in quick succession. So we are competitive. Um, I don't think we were quite ready for um, the big teams quite yet. I just think um, we're a bit too inexperienced. Maybe next year we could build for that. Um, I think if we get within one or two points of carry, it would be a success. Obviously, a win would be amazing. Um, yeah, I just think Kerry have um, improved on their frailties from last year, defensively being the main issue, and they've rectified that, especially seeing the Monaghan game last week. They kind of adopted a defensive system. Um, I think that will work for, in Kerry's favour on um, 8th of November but um, sure we'll see I I hope there'll be a shock but then again I wouldn't be disappointed if we get within 1 to 3 points of them mm. yeah yeah it was interesting seeing um, Kerry kind of playing a bit defensive alright because I think that's kind of been one of their main like weaknesses probably from last year in the past couple of years is that although they do have some of the best forwards in the country that perhaps defensively they're just a little bit weak. Um, would you put that down maybe as like the the kind of biggest weakness in that Kerry side? Do you think that maybe, you know, like if they, like, because obviously they can't be too defensive against you because they will need to make use of their forwards. So do you think that that could be maybe one weakness that you actually could exploit in that team? 
Uh, definitely, yeah. Um, we exploited it last year when we um, um, tested our full back line. You look at Brian Hurley's goal last year. We kicked the ball right into the box and Hurley got the touch. Um, the goalkeeper, Shane Ryan, seems to, you know, flap at things um, when the ball comes into the area. You see it against Mayo last year, the league final. So that can be a weakness, yeah. And even if you run a carry, they seem vulnerable. They'll either concede a penalty or they'll back off. Or, um, and I think we, we do have runners in the team, especially for midfield. Ian Maguire, Rory Dean, Killian O'Hanlon could definitely trouble that carry defence. And um, we, have, um, we have better forwards than last year, I would think. Cahal Amani and Damien Gore showed in the league. They're very accurate with their shot taking in general. We also have Luke Conley and Mark Collins, Brian Hurley, who, who is excellent at getting goals for us. And even off the bench, um, usually for the underdog, the bench will be a worry, but we have um, we have Michael Hurley. He scores five points off the bench against Offaly this year, for example. And he could be a bit of a live wire off the bench, which would be very good for the last 10 minutes of the game. So I definitely think we can trouble Kerry um, by running at them, by kicking the ball long, by going direct, and um, ultimately for not having any fear. Yeah, yeah, no, they definitely do have a lot of options. Like that is definitely one thing that I look at Cork and think like four or five years down the line, they definitely like with all the options that they have, they could easily be, you know, competing at a high level. Absolutely no doubt about it. Um, like I suppose kind of I suppose if you were to get past Kerry then like you'd have to consider yourselves all Ireland contenders then because like I'd, I'd say you'd win Munster probably comfortably enough um, I mean Clare or Tip or whoever it is might be able to pose a bit of a challenge but I suppose from there you know would you reckon you kind of would be would you fancy your chances like in an All-Ireland after that? Uh, just to get back to Munster I don't think it'll be um, as easy as many people think I just think um Clare have beaten us, for example, the last three years on the bounce, which is impressive from them. Mm. Tipperary have uh, Michael Quinlevin back. They also have Connor Sweeney, who, who are huge for them. They have David Power, the minor manager, um, they won the All-Ireland for them. Um, but yeah, I think we can beat them. We should be able to beat them, um, especially after we've beaten Kerry. Um, looking forward to the semi-final, coming out of Connacht. You don't know about Connacht, no. Um, I recently tipped Galway for the All-Ireland, but after watching last Sunday, I'm not so sure, though. I'm not so sure they'll even win Connacht. You look at Mayo coming through, this exuberantly young players in their team. But um, I do agree with you, they'd probably be weaker than Kerry, and we could definitely put it up to them. Then on the other side, um, Dublin are just too strong, in my opinion. I think... Cork have a good record against Ulster sides anyway. So if an Ulster side can beat Dublin, I'm not saying they will now, but um, if they can, I think Cork would have an excellent chance of winning the All-Ireland. But obviously hmm. it's premature talk. Yeah. Hmm. And I suppose like, um, like what kind of players do you think in that Cork team could probably make the difference? Like if you were to, to go all the way, let's say. I would definitely think our forwards would be the main aim for a team. Um, Cahal Amani, Damien Gore, Blake Murphy, who's coming from the other 20s, uh, Mark Collins, Brian Hurley, Luke Conley, 
you look at our midfield, Rory Dean, Ian Maguire, Kidney O'Hanlon. Um, we've lost a few key players, though. Kieran Sheehan is out for the year now. Um, we were excited, him coming back from Australia. He's now out with the injury, I believe, for the rest of the year. Liam O'Donovan, who was one of the most impressive wing-backs of the country last year, he's out with an ACL, which is a huge loss for us. We still have um, exuberant half-backs, though. Matty Taylor still there. Sean Meehan, who was excellent for the under-20s. Sean Powter, who will run his socks off for the team. And he was excellent, especially during um, before the lockdown. Um, he can play in any type of position. Paul Ring, I think, is one of the best cornerbacks in the country at the moment. He played very well in um, the other 20 final last year. Um, yeah, I think if we can get all them players um, to top form, we definitely have a chance of causing a surprise or two. Mm. And I suppose, obviously, like with a lot of the um, under 20 and minor success that Cork have had in the past few years and um, like, is there kind of an expectation maybe in the coming years that actually Cork could potentially win an All-Ireland or even, you know, I don't know, win two back-to-back or compete for All-Irelands even? Oh, there definitely is, yeah. Um, the under-20 team last year were just one of the most exciting teams in the country, in my opinion, last year. Um, watching us play um, without fear, really, against Kerry, it was just... Oh, it, was, it was brilliant to watch, I have to say. Um, beating that uh, Kerry team, and not just beating them, we beat them by 11 points, which was amazing. We didn't go into the semi-final against Tyrone. We were we were um, bad for most of the game, really, but we dug it out, and um, we got the win in the end. And then the final against uh, Dublin, I believe we were seven points down in the first 10 minutes. And... Um, the players just showed great resolve um, to come back into that game and win it so comprehensively in the end. Um, the minor, I thought, was outstanding, given that Kerry won us um, the last five years prior to that. We got hammered by Kerry and Parky Rain. I think um, it was well over 10 points. Uh, but we came back into it. We gained confidence. We changed a few things. We had a few tweaks in the team. And they went on and improved game on game against Monaghan. We hammered them in the quarterfinals. We hammered Mayo in the semifinals, which I didn't see coming at all. And then against Galway, geez, the players showed great resolve, great skill as well. Connor Corbett's goal in the last few minutes. You you will never see that in a minor final. Mm-hmm. It's that dramatic. Um, yeah, we've definitely good players coming through and Hopefully, we can challenge in the next two to three years. Mm. And do you think even, like, because even when I look at, like, that the young teams with Cork that are coming through and the minors and even at the under-20s, like, it does kind of remind me, some like, a little bit to, to Dublin a little bit in that kind of early 2010s kind of era where, you know, they, they won a minor title in 2012, won a couple of under-20 titles. So do you think even that maybe Cork could even replicate Dublin in some sense and actually, you know, become the, the top dog in, in Gaelic football? I think there's definitely potential, um, though doubt. The one thing Dublin has that um, Cork didn't have, Dublin had a huge concentration on football. They didn't really they, uh, put hurling to one side. With Cork, I think hurling's definitely the most preferred sport in the county. Um, 
definitely the most supported. Um, that might be a problem. You see the likes of Damien Cahalan and Aidan Walsh. They were very good youngsters coming through in the early 2010s even. And they went off playing hurling. I fear that that could happen with um, our young players. Mm. But what I've seen in uh, recent years, the under-20 um, team for both hurling and football, they seemed kind of different. There were different players, different managers, which was very good. And um, both teams were very competitive. Um, I'm just hoping the footballers can stick at it, um, just be patient, and um, the glory days will will come eventually. Um, and I hope they won't switch to hurling and um, yes, the hurling under 20s do their thing. Yeah, I suppose obviously kind of having hurling there, definitely a, a big competition. And I suppose, yeah, with Dublin, like Dublin hurlers like are, are very good. Like, don't get me wrong. And there is a lot of emphasis placed on hurling, but definitely like football is always going to be number one, especially when you look at like players like Conor Callaghan, one of the, probably one of the best hurlers in the country, but obviously plays football. And then, you know, Dermot Connolly and, and Cormac Costello are fairly decent hurlers as well. Um, but I suppose, yeah, keeping on that topic of hurling, um, like, would you kind of be happy enough with, with that draw um, for, for the Cork hurlers? Obviously, you know, avoiding Tip and Limerick and look, listen, Waterford are a good team, you know, in the All-Ireland final in 2017. But certainly that was the, that was probably the draw you were looking for. I'd say it was the draw that any Cork fan was looking for. Um especially the news today that uh, Park Manny will be out for the rest of the championship, which is huge for Cork, and his brother Philip retiring as well. Um, I think Waterford are um, a small bit inexperienced. Uh, I know, don't get me wrong, Waterford have good young players coming through, but I think Cork um, might ages in the um, inexperience, definitely. Um, we definitely um, have some very good forwards and we should be doing a lot better. Usually Pat Horgan carries us in games. But um, we have the likes of Seamus Hartney, Conor Leanne, um, coming through this year, Simon Kennefick and um, Adam Connolly. So um, we definitely have good players all over the park. And we should be doing better. And it was a draw any uh, Cork fan would have wanted. It was probably the best we could have got. Because I personally think we could have lost to... Limerick, Tipperary, because the players they have, and even Clare, I thought were one of the best teams in the league before lockdown. So um, we got a good draw in that sense, and we have a good chance of making the Munster final now. Mm. Yeah, definitely a, a great chance for Cork, and I suppose like if they obviously Patrick Horgan is you know one of the best hurlers in the country, like and if you can find maybe one or two players maybe that are you know not on his level but even close to his level, then definitely. Cork have got a, a real opportunity, I think. Um, like, how do you reckon they will get on in the in the championship altogether? Like, do you think, you know, you can make, you know, do you think you can win Munster or, you know, even go all the way in the All-Ireland? I suppose um, the advantage for us um, in regards to the Munster championship is um, we have the easy side to the draw so we can um, prepare more for that Munster final. Meanwhile, just say Limerick, for example, they have to go through two tough games against Clare and Tipperary. That might work in Cork's favour. Even if we don't win Munster, though, we're in the quarterfinal. We're one game away from the semi-final and anything can happen, really. And um, 
Yeah, I think Munster is probably stronger than Leinster. So any Leinster team possibly going through, say, um, a Dublin, even a Galway, I think, are an aging team. So I think Cork would have the advantage there. Um, no, but the obvious um, teams for Cork to look to is probably Tipperary, Limerick, Wexford, and Kilkenny, who will be my top four anyway. Um, they probably um, are more experienced than Cork. You look at the last few years, um, Tipperary within the All-Ireland. I don't think they'd be as hungry this year. I think Kilkenny will win the whole thing, but um, Limerick looked very good before lockdown. The Hurley Championship is going to be very interesting, and I would be surprised if there's a few shocks. Yeah, no, I think like anyone can kind of be anyone. Like there's probably, you know, you're looking at the four or five counties there in Munster and then, you know, Galway, Wexford, Kilkenny. I think between all three of them and the counties from Munster, like anyone could could really win it. Like I, I fancy Kilkenny to probably win it as well, to be honest. I think they'll they'll just have a few more players coming through, like especially from the from the club championship as well. Um like obviously it's been fifteen years since since Cork like won in all Ireland. Um, like in, in hurling like at senior level and obviously like I was looking through it there and I think that's like one of the longest gaps that they've ever had without winning an All-Ireland in hurling so like what do you kind of put that down to do you think it's the, the competition has increased maybe with the likes of Limerick and Galway etc or do you think maybe it's something that, um, that Cork haven't done it's definitely a bit of both I think the competition has definitely improved in hurling um at the start of the decade, when I started watching her, there was really only three teams in it. P- uh, pick of three teams, Tipperary, Kilkenny, Cork, and there's your All-Ireland champions. Now you have potentially eight or nine teams that could win the All-Ireland if they play up to their level. Um, another thing which um, impacted Cork, I thought, was the player strikes in 2008 was a big factor. Um we the players really hounded Gerald McCarthy out, which what which didn't look good for the county. Um we weren't really competitive until Jimmy Barry Murphy came in and we got to an all Ireland final. Possibly should have won it if the ref um blew the whistle at um at the third minute of added time, which he probably should have, but um I'm not gonna complain I'm going to complain now. Um but ultimately, um, Cork just um, they don't have it when it comes to big games. You look at um, the 2018 semi-final, for example, against Limerick. Like Cork were eight points up with seven minutes to go and not to finish it out. And Limerick didn't even score a goal in the last few minutes. And we still, you know, let it slip. And it was, um, it was at that moment, like... Um, you felt, are this Cork, is this Cork team actually going to win in All-Ireland? Um, and then the next year, obviously, confidence was gone. Um, but um, yeah, we've done well in Munster in the past few years, but once we get to Crow Park, um, we're seen as a team that kind of choke. And um, I think that's definitely one of the main problems. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, like because it, it is kind of mad, like as Cork, like they've been fairly competitive, like in in Munster, winning it there a couple of times, and like you, I remember watching that game versus Limerick, all right, and you couldn't quite believe it when um when Limerick came back to to win the way they did, 
Um, and even last year against Kilkenny, I felt like Cork had so many opportunities in that game to to finish Kilkenny off in that first half, and they just missed a lot of opportunities. Um, like I suppose, like when you look at the the under twenties with with Cork, obviously you reached two um, All Ireland finals there in the past two years. So, like, does that kind of give you a bit of confidence that you know if Patrick Horgan continues for you know the next kind of while, and you have a couple of under twenty players coming through? that actually, you know, you could potentially get over the line and kind of end that way for an All-Ireland? I hope we can. Um, the fact we though we lost to Tipperary two years in a row, um, just think the voice were a bit behind in Munster, really. Um, and even last year, we didn't lose to Tipperary just once. We lost twice, which was um, which doesn't usually happen in the championship. Um so in that sense, um, we'd have to kind of um, watch ourselves, you know, not get too complacent with uh, the success of the under-20s. We haven't won anything yet. So, um, yeah, but definitely the under-20s can improve the team. You look at um, the main under-20, I think, coming through is probably in the defence. Robert Downey, I think, has been excellent the past few years. And he's kind of the full-back we've been searching for really for years. Um, we have a few young players like Sean O'Leary Hayes coming through, Brian Turnbull. We have Joe Collins, who I think can step up and replace Anthony Nash. Um, so we definitely, definitely have the talent. That's never been a question in Cork. The question is, do we have the mentality to win the All-Ireland? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose, yeah, Tipperary kind of did um, win those two finals like fairly, fairly comfortable, but yeah, you never know. Like, definitely, if you know a few under twenty players come through and get into that senior team with a lot of the other players that you have as well, there's definitely more than a chance that Cork can go all the way and, and potentially win an All Ireland. Um, I suppose obviously for yourself, like setting up um the GA Statsman account, like where where did that kind of come from, and like what was your uh, your idea behind that? Um, I originally started doing stats um twenty seventeen, um. I put them up um, on my personal account on Twitter. Um, I then thought in 2019, I joined Instagram recently, and I thought um, I'd create this account and see where it goes, really. Um, I didn't expect this to nearly reach 6,000 followers, which is beyond my wildest dreams, really. Um, other accounts I've created are in, on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, if you want to have a look. But I'm doing much more than stats now. Um, a few GA clips, a few GA news stories, and my own personal opinions as well. I'm starting to do a few lives as well, which is going down very well. Um, yeah, at the start, I would have uh, dreamt of, um, you know, it was, um, such a popular account. But um, here we are. Mm. Yeah, no, it's very good. Like I've definitely um I've used a few of the stats um on my videos before as well. And they're definitely um they're definitely fairly handy, all right. So I definitely recommend anyone like watching to to go and give you a follow. I'll leave all the, the links down below. Um I suppose lastly then just to kind of finish up, like if you were to give um like an all iron prediction for, for both football and hurling, who would you uh, who would you go for? In football, um during the lockdown, I was seeing Galway all along, but um, seeing them last weekend and seeing Dublin as well against Meath, just grinding out that victory, I just 
But you see, you can't look past the Dubs, really. They just have too much firepower in their team. Um, I think they'll beat Monaghan in the semi-finals. I think Monaghan will Ulster. Um, they go into the other final. I still think God will probably reach the other final. I don't think Kerry are as good as people think they are. I, I think Dublin will win the other final eventually, but I think it'll be something like one or two points. It won't be that comprehensive victory. Um, yes, I forget Galway were missing a few by Colin players last weekend. Shane Walsh, mm-hmm. Damien Comer, some key players. So I definitely think they'll give the Dubs a rattle. As for hurling, I think it'll be Kilkenny. Like five years without All Ireland would be detrimental for Brian Cody. Um, I think Wexford have a huge chance. I like what David Fitzgerald is doing there. Um, I kind of think they had their chance though last year uh, against Tipperary. They were boys ahead with the extra man on the pitch, and they just let it slip. Hopefully they'll um, change again because um, we need as much hurling teams as possible. Um, change the likes of Kilkenny Tipperary. But yeah, I think Kilkenny will win it um, given you know the Ballyhill Shamrocks players coming through and Cody as a manager I think is outstanding. So I'm saying Kilkenny in Dublin to win the All-Ireland. So yeah. Yeah, I think um, yeah, Brian Cody definitely one of the best best managers probably of all time in the GEA without doubt. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think what we'll do is we'll wrap this up here, Matthew. Anyway, um, yeah, cheers for coming on, and uh, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much, Aaron. <laughs>